It all started last year, in the month of May, when I stumbled upon something that has turned out to be the greatest learning experience in my life. I saw it like everybody else. And like everybody else, I didn't pay attention to notice it. Like my routine, I was on my blog one night when a message popped in. This text was from a 23-year-old guy and it said, I am suicidal. There I was, facing questions about death when I was figuring out life myself. I didn't know what to reply, but I was sure I wanted to. So I typed, You are suicidal and you are alive. I am so proud of you. The next night when I saw his response, I was astounded in a whole new level. He said, Thanks. Your words stopped me from cutting myself last night. No one's ever called me proud for being myself. And instead of feeling relieved that I could be of some help, I found it hard to digest the fact that people were actually hurting themselves outside, thinking it reduces their pain inside. Which made me wonder how many times this person would have reached out for help and was disappointed. Though I had read and heard about depression, this was the closest I had come to seeing it. And what happened next has been quite an adventure. For reasons unknown, I started receiving more messages from people since then, till I realized that Tumblr had privacy issues and word limitations. People couldn't write everything they wanted to. So I thought of creating a place where anyone could write their thoughts out and they would be answered in return. And that's how Hospital for Souls began. So that night, I asked five of my Tumblr friends to write there, and they did. And this was all through Gmail. But what happened next was a complete shock to me. I woke up to 27 different mails from 27 different people, which was so unexpected. The email ID had been reblocked several times and spread like forest fire in the span of eight hours. I had too many questions flooding my mind. How did so many people get to know about this? How many people were actually seeking for help? How wounded this world really is? And mainly, how much had I seen life myself to speak about it? At first, I hated myself for taking impulsive decisions because I had no idea on what to do further with this. But then I remembered the depth of this problem. Every two out of three deaths in the world is suicide. It definitely wasn't an issue to be neglected. People were approaching with questions and they deserved answers. There was no way I could act blind and turn away. So I sat there reading and writing back to each one. But you see, this wasn't something I chose. It just happened to me. I never dreamt of dealing with things like this. Things that are beyond my level of understanding. But since I started it, I had to bring it somewhere. So I kept it going. The number of mails kept increasing. And it finally hit that point where I could no longer do it. Because honestly, it's hard to hear about pain and not feel it. And I was tired. I was tired of staying up all night writing and waking up hoping he's okay and she's alive. It felt too much at times. To get positive replies was one thing. But to see the males increase each day was another. It's then when I realized that having good intention isn't just enough. 
choosing the right path equally matters and i had chosen a path i wasn't prepared for so i did what hard times demand us to do to let things be and to trust in time i knew if time had got me to this then time will get me through this either time will make a way or show me some way and fortunately that trick worked after 5 months of meeting 84 different people on a daily basis i saw that they had their expectations coming along few of them wanted to skype few wanted to speak over phone calls and i was sure i didn't want to accept any of that and that's when i came across another website where people dealt with issues like depression self harm suicidal in a professional way and i knew this was the right place to direct them to and i did while few of them agreed the rest wanted to stick to writing mails and gladly the mails have subsided for its own good because i didn't want to end hospital for souls it's something that i built and you know when you create something of your own whether it's ugly or beautiful you keep it it belongs to you so once in a while rarely i receive few mails and it's no big task in writing back as long as i was receiving mails from unknown people it didn't matter much but when i saw people around me write to me people whom i met and spoke to every day it was another twist in the story it was disheartening to know that so many people kept quiet all these years just because they feared being judged or sympathized they didn't want to be tagged as weak or worse they didn't want depression to be their identity and that's true let's face it let's not sugarcoat it and say that we don't judge and we shouldn't judge we all do don't we judge ourselves when we look into the mirror it's natural but judging someone over something they didn't have a say in is wrong because what we fail to understand is depression is just like any other deadly illness like how nobody chooses cancer nobody chooses depression either no one wakes up one morning thinking hey depression sounds cool i must try it from today it's just something that happens to someone when someone's battling cancer we call them a fighter or when someone's battling depression we call them weak why is there so much discrimination between physical illness and mental illness we as society should understand that being in depression doesn't mean being sad when everything in your life is going wrong being in depression means being sad when everything in your life is going right so i guess it's time we start talking about depression to the society because people in depression they know what it is it's the others who interpret it in their own terms it's human nature the moment we see something we are unaware of we either fear it or we degrade it and we should clear this misconception we should stop making people feel bad about feeling bad because there's nothing wrong in feeling so remember depression isn't beautiful being in depression doesn't make you ugly depression is a burden but having depression doesn't make you a burden and to all of those who are out there and have seen it and been in it don't blame yourself trust what you feel because your feelings are the truest and purest form of yourself and they are completely valid as much as you embrace happiness you need to accept the pain too we are all built that way we break easily we build ourselves up just to fall apart again 
but that doesn't make us incomplete because the last time i checked even broken crayons color the same and forever the greatest learning will always be to trust in time because time has its way of dealing with things it either gets worse or it gets better but it definitely changes you will go from standing under the shower thinking oh god what if this goes on for the rest of my life to oh god i hope this goes on for the rest of my life it's been 2 years precise and alex blog now says clean from self harm since a year it's crazy how time masters everything and that's the beauty of it so the next time you feel the world's ending remember every time the caterpillar thought the world's coming to an end it turned into a butterfly nothing is permanent in life neither happiness nor pain or life like a sand castle everything is temporary you build you break you build you break you build